2: Welcome to the show. We are on episode 19 or 20. I'm not keeping count because that's just what I do. Uh, And obviously it is nearly Christmas time, a time that I don't care about, but some people do, but also, so obviously because it's the season, for God's sake, we're going to be doing another Christmas episode this year. Uh, We're going to do some Christmas horror. And I am joined for the second episode in a row, recurring guest by the lovely Steve from Canada.
0: Hello, hello, uh, hello, yeah, I'm actually back in Canada this time, Yay. So, uh, but I've just got a little thing to do, so if you just bear with me. Okay, hey, right, yeah, I'll bear I'm, with you. I just okay. uh, need to put away the bears. They can be a bit of a hand
2: Oh, what's happening? Across the globe. He's disappeared already. Oh, there's whistling. And clanging. this is very ASMR. Oh <laughs> Welcome to the show everyone.
0: It's just clanging <laughs> Down it!
2: Okay. There's more clanging. Audio, I think my guest has suffered some kind of breakdown in the background of today's episode. Ah,
0: oh, he's back. <laughs> and relax. Sorry, the, <gasps> oh, I've got. Because like, a... I live in Canada, it's like, it's mm. big treat. You have to look after eight bears
2: ah the bear roaring I heard uh, yeah some... so yeah you yep. know
0: have to put them down I heard tonight that. oh right?
2: that's very sweet i heard that was a law that you yeah, have to I'll do that yeah
0: yeah and year round it's permanently snow on the ground <laughs> well. yeah
2: 100 percent. right and you just drink <laughs> right? canadian dry and look after your bears and eat poutine right
0: uh, uh, exactly that. Uh oh God. Yes. It's just like right? over
2: here we eat fish and chips and punch each other outside of a weather spoons. <laughs>
0: I mean, as cultural stereotypes go, England's yep. got it down. We're, yeah.
2: We were just talking before we uh, started recording about how we're so backwards in England now, and it's re- absolute regression. We're one minute away from being in the Hand's tale, I think, over here.
0: Uh, yeah, that's the reason they call the this the new world <laughs>
2: hey. oh what you guys not us yeah yeah right uh, Jesus.
0: Yeah. Um, going... it is
2: depressing being over here at the moment like i fetishize about a house and i shouldn't have to fetishize about a house when i'm in my 30s you know what I mean like it's not a thing i should be having to do is like dreaming of a house that will never get
0: Trying to find a latex corset for that house as well—it's <laughs> going to be a fucking nightmare.
2: <laughs> gonna fetishize my house, sexy. But right. it's like I shouldn't have to. I had I shouldn't have to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? Most people have mm-hmm. bought houses when they're out, like my age or age and stuff like that, very easily. But in England, it's never going to happen. And I think to myself, what are the people younger than me going to do? Fetishize <laughs> paying rent?
0: You know, like what? <laughs> no, fetishizing having. Two rooms.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Holy heck. Right. Like, that's insane. Be, I've know. got my own lounge. Or a bedroom with an ensuite. Oh <gasps> god. Right. How the, exciting for them.
0: The toilet and the Uh, and the shower cubicle don't meet.
2: Hurrah! Oh, my God. Yeah, holy hell. Imagine, like, having a garden as well. Like, people are just never going to have these basic things. It's so depressing for them, and I just feel so bad, like, honestly. And it's like, you know, I can't buy a house. I'm just waiting for my mum to die, so I might stand a chance, but she's she's, um, around.
0: (laughs) Well, I propose um, because all the money – um, is in that, like, death's waiting room section of life. Yeah. Okay, so what I propose is a, a Logan's Run style <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> culling of yeah. anybody over 70, let's say the 70, 75, yeah? Yeah, well,
2: I didn't. yeah, that's good. would free
0: up so many billions of pounds... Yeah, Um, and give that to all the younger people.
2: Yeah, I mean, I know some. I mean, I'm up for that because I want some money now. But like, um, (laughs) that definitely should happen. Lynn would not last a minute. She's so unwell and weak, so she would be out straight away. But I think, like, I I only have one friend whose parent did this. Is Mm -hmm no two friends sorry is when the one parent died they gave them their share of the inheritance to get them started yeah and then I have another friend um whose mum is now giving them their inheritance as she can afford because she knows it's going to get taxed and she wants to see them enjoy it and it's like that's that's the right thing to do like when my father died I didn't see jack shit I didn't see nothing not a penny and I'm in the minority of that like most people I know got some inheritance from a dead parent I I got zilch. Well, but it's, I think Lynn's
0: it's. still Lynn's still around, right?
2: Yeah. But even yeah. people whose whose mothers are still around and say the father died, they still got something from the father. I got I didn't even get like a gift, like my oh, no. gift. But you know what I mean? I wasn't even left anything, like a token, like no. memento. I got nothing. Which is like I don't I don't care about those things. I don't want those things. But I think in this economy, like if you're sitting on a gold mine, I if I was a parent, I would want to see my children enjoy their inheritance and not pay the tax and stuff like that. But <laughs> no, I won't see anything I won't see anything from Lynn ever. Like
0: <laughs> uh, Well, I didn't when my mum passed, because obviously all their um equity and assets are all tied mm. up in the property. And so it was all kind of joint owned. So I'm like, I, that's you know, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I don't need
2: the mummy. I haven't introduced the podcast gang, everyone, audio listeners, as you know. Mm-hmm. We have the real Akuma's here. We have big boy Papa Kuma. Vow is having a nice nap on the sofa. She's Aww, had a long day. My heart. And her- yeah she's got a little giggly wiggly here i had a photo shoot today and so she was Aww. very excited to hang out with the photographer and so now she's all tuck out from annoying everyone
0: oh yeah she's not she was
2: yeah she was very heavy in the last episode but i think she's going to be dead quiet today so okay thanks Val it's oh. the winter she's hibernating
0: oh is she good you yeah know, putting on that winter chub yeah keep you all tasty and warm <laughs> hey she's,
2: she's getting pudgy
0: oh she weighed a ton yeah yeah. yeah
2: she's like she's like picking up a frozen turkey in like a christmas <laughs> aisle you know what i mean like yeah.
0: jesus
2: i remember when one... i first picked her up
0: yeah and oh, i she... was like
2: you're way heavier than my pug get off me like jesus
0: <laughs> oh, could... oh you're
2: reunited with your dog yes yay. my uh my
0: dolly is here um yay uh yeah she's uh sleeping uh we went for a couple of long walks over the weekend. Uh, so it might very nice. Uh, yeah.
2: That's all dogs do. They just sleep. They're so over it. Like, Jesus, I can barely sleep five hours, Val. Give me some Z time. Jesus. But what with Val being the weight of a Christmas frozen <laughs> turkey, that segues us delightfully in to what we are to- I'm so excited to talk to you about a certain film, but it's not the point right now. It jingle actually is bells, the point. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Christmas all your family. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Woo yeah welcome to the christmas episode um and all the picks this episode were steve's choice which is awesome so because i like to watch new things and i think we i think we should kick it off with the one that you literally said to me i can't wait for you to watch this film and i went oh okay then like is it right The it's it's so bleak (laughs) i was watching it and i was like oh my what a like just off the bat yeah. Thank you for showing me that film.
0: My My oh problem. God.
2: What a movie. What an absolute <laughs> movie. And this yeah. is what's crazy, is I was trying to find it on all like streaming platforms and it was like, mm. it's $4.99 to rent. I was like, I'm not renting Jack Shiz, right. man. Right. And it's oh, the whole movie is for free on YouTube. I found it there.
0: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. Yeah, oh, well. I know, right? I typed in the Lodge trailer to make sure I was looking for the right thing. Yeah. And then um, the, it literally came up to it next to it and i was like oh i bet it's like spanish or something like they do uh, yeah uh, in hindi or whatever it always advertises it as <laughs> right. and it was um, like no yeah. this this is the legit film and i was like oh all right let's go so anyone out there who's interested <coughs> once we've once you finish listening to the podcast it is on youtube for free let's promote some free streaming situations right. oh my god <coughs> tell me why you you picked this movie because it was excellent
0: oh yeah absolutely excellent um but i know you kind of vibe on that a twenty-four slow burn psychological horror,
2: depressing, thing. sad storylines.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you know, <laughs> I hilarious. like it. If if mm. you're watching something as bleak as life could possibly be, it puts yep. your own bleak existence into some perspective.
2: Right? Oh hell yeah, it really <laughs> did. God, no, no one wants to be in a lodge. <laughs> I know, Mm.
0: I just thought, because the the opening of it is very similar to um, something else Richard Armitage has done on Netflix, it was one of the big crime writers, you know, do these, Oh um, yeah, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, I've seen this, Uh, but I hadn't, and um, yeah, because Richard Armitage is, you know, he's like 6'10", or something, he's like, giant of men ironically paid a dwarf
2: <laughs> it was like his human ring.
0: dwarf right. and uh yeah so i knew that you would um get excited about this because yeah. um it's got some great it's got a great great cast and that alicia silverstone
2: of, you know, I was shocked to see her in the opening because she plays the the mother, doesn't she? And I was like, oh, look, you're here. This isn't clueless. And I will say, so um, just to break down the storyline very quickly so you understand what we're talking about is Mm -hmm. um, it's a family of divorce and the mother's looking after the two children and she takes them to the partner to, you know, visit their dad and stuff. And he's like, I want a divorce. Let's finalize it. And she's like, yeah, (laughs) like the sadness of him because he's got a new girlfriend and stuff. And she's like okay, I'm going to have to actually get divorced now and not just be You're separated. Right. And that scene where she goes home and I was watching it with a friend <laughs> yeah. and she took her necklace, or she sits down at a table and she takes her necklace off and I turned to my friend and went, she's going to kill herself. Like it, it, was, it was just, she did such a good job in that moment of just displaying that I've given up and this is it, like, she was like numb in the in the face yeah. and the way she just took the necklace off and stuff like that. There's nothing else to suggest that she's going to kill herself in that, that moment. No. And I just, you just knew it just from how well Alicia Silverstone acted in that moment. She does blow her brains out, but I was just like, oh, I knew. <laughs> I just... The way she sat down, she sipped that wine and took that necklace. I was like, she's going to kill herself. Like, it was so well done. It was so. And as soon as that scene happened, I was like, we're in for a ride. Like, I was like, that that was the beginning. That was the least bleak thing to happen in this movie.
0: <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was one of the best shock scares I'd yeah. seen in such a long time. Love how they didn't pan away
2: it, from when she shot herself in the head as
0: well. Yeah. So you see it. And mm. Oh, yeah. You, it, you mm. see the whole thing. Because normally mm. when you see people do that, they pause. Yeah. Before, you know, and there was no the hesitation. It was like boom, no. It, yes. No hesitation. Not. And that's what threw me because you'd normally see that there's a pause before they put it in their yeah. mouth. But there was absolutely nothing. It was just.
2: <clears throat> over. And I just think to myself, like how much how much did you love that man that mm. you were willing to leave your kids and leave your whole life and and like and I, it made me interested to see like like because you then wonder about their backstory like did she try and save the marriage at points did he rebuff mm. her like did he always have another woman on the side like she just 100 knew that was it i can't live without this man and that just made me like so sad that it made me sad that that's the capacity of humanity that we can become so dependent on people that we're willing to leave our children. I haven't got a child, I don't know what it's like, but I mm. think like if I've ever been depressed and I think about oh who's going to look after my dog, I know it's not the same, but it's like she must have been so in love with him and so devastated by him getting divorced that she did that. Like...
0: No, I think it's him way round. Oh uh, yeah, I think yeah she. was oh, really? Yeah, no, I I think she was just. Um, she was trying, just trying to hurt him. Um, oh, nice take. yeah. Um, so the kids wouldn't f- uh, figure into her thinking. It was all about just making his life as difficult as humanly possible.
2: Yeah, because then he's the sole parent and he's got to like Intrigate the children to the thing And that brings us on to the second part of the film So then the children (laughs) have to live with daddy um, (laughs) Whose house is weird I know that's like nothing to do with the movie But like his house just weirded me out and I remember turning to my friend as well going like what is up with <laughs> this guy's kitchen like the layout of this house the architecture it looked like he was living in a caravan at points mm. and then there was like when they have that thanks sad Thanksgiving dinner outside and they've got blankets around them I was like do you not have the space in your caravan house that you can eat indoors it was just such a weird the house is really weird you'll if you've seen the film hello you know what i'm talking about but yeah. yeah they have to introduce him to the weird girlfriend who was in a cult yes yes which was so ripped off from the heaven's gate actual cult if everyone knows what that is yeah yeah
0: mm. there's a, there's a couple of documentaries kicking that uh, kicking around on netflix about the at the moment
2: i want to kill myself wearing nike id trainers and putting a, a blanket over my head that's right. that's the way i want to go on a bunk bed get some
0: yeah um,
2: imagine being in like uh, in, in your like 30s and you're in a cult and someone's like so here's your bunk bed and your nike ids i'd be like yeah i'm out <laughs> yeah i want my own bed why am i in a bunk bed this is stupid are you gonna make me kill myself at some point um yeah she was probably. a child su- yeah probably yeah. she was a child survivor wasn't she Of, of the cult.
0: Uh, yeah, as far as I'm aware, um, and she'd obviously been through some therapy uh, and mm. stuff over the years, which is what happened subsequently, like is such a, you know, um, we can talk about that in the narrative I due course, but do you? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just of cult, into the
2: mic. If I was in a cult, I think I would want to be in like the one where I'm the leader. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much, pretty much it. I think I would like be the leader of a cult like Jonestown, where it's not like um, rapey and weird, but uh, you know,
0: like <laughs> rapey and well, I, weird I, is implied when you say yeah,
2: cult. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jonestown was like one of the very few cults where people weren't having child brides. I think Jim Jones was like, I have a monkey and cocaine. I'm good, thanks. You know, and he had his wife, and he seemed pretty happy, apart from when he made everyone so kill he, themselves, but yeah
0: yeah people believe their own bullshit right which is why that yeah
2: yeah i feel like i would run a cult like that kind of like i run a kibbutz essentially but you know at the same time people would. <sighs> yeah, so you give can me go, money minions yeah I mean, <laughs> yeah kind me. of like that like i don't want to do anything with them i don't want to marry their children or like get rapey with them but i would kind of just like a bunch of people underneath me and i have all the power so yeah so and money
0: what are you talking That'd about? is setting up a major business.
2: Oh my god! Am I in a pyramid <laughs> scheme? Am I going to start right, yeah, selling like so. essential oils or something?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or whether yeah, yeah. Make, uh, makeup. I'm like, this is the same as the '70s leggings.
2: Just, I just sell uh, really awful <gasps> leggings on Facebook. Oh, Lularoe, <laughs>
0: candle kits, oh re- yes. resin kits, resin oh, kits. God,
2: <laughs> I sell that like. That trend at the moment that really makes me want to kill myself is um, people printing photos onto tiles, onto ceramic (sighs) tiles. But,
0: cry cut. And I just lot to answer for. They really
2: and I just start like getting into that and selling that online. You'd make so much money. People love to print themselves on a ceramic tile. What I would do if someone ever gifted me one of those is I would (laughs) wait for them to go on holiday and then I would have that tile recreated like a thousand times and then they would and then I would re-tile around their toilet with it. And I would be like, thanks for the present. Now look at it every day while you're on the toilet. Like never send me a canvas print or a tile print. of a photo of you I will okay. I will make your toilet to that thing <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and then I get arrested for breaking into someone's house but I'm like but they send me a tile and they're like yeah you're off the hook that's understandable
0: I um, mean if it was a tile of mm. somebody interesting say poison ivy or... Trump. <laughs> <laughs> just Donald you, Trump you made me do a sick in my mouth <laughs> your toilet um yeah
2: yeah, i think that that would be my cult but yeah so that she the child that survived the cult grows up and is dating the dad and they're and the Mm. kids are like research her, don't they and they're like she's crazy and the dad's like she's fine
0: really weird kind of like really fast cut segment where the kids are like interneting, and there's like videos and photos and websites no time for dial-up dad yeah (laughs) it was it was just really weird that little that little segment It
2: felt like it was almost done in post and they'd like, Oh, we forgot how to explain it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's respond. I think it was really funny. It's when the dad came in and he went, What are you doing? Why are you using my computer? In my brain, I went, I'd have gone like, Oh, my computer's broken. And then the dad would have been like, Well, show me. And then the son was smarter than me and went, It's updating. I was like, Why didn't I think of that?" that? Jesus, I'm terrible.
0: Because everybody Idiot. knows that's going to take half an hour to fucking update your computer. Yeah, right? yeah, I know,
2: right? I was so stupid. I was like, I just got outwitted by a 10-year-old actor. <laughs> I'm leaving.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Jesus. Yeah, so then they all go on some Christmas vacation.
0: Right? With was... the girlfriend. Well, no, yes. The the road mm. they go down is very, very strange. Um, it's uh, And it's a um, narrative Device was it alien? Alien um, architecture. Yes. Where you have, um, like David Lynch has used it. It's also in the one of the other films that we're going to see, where you have this road which kind of feels unnecessarily long on screen. Yeah. And it's only going in one direction. And there's no other houses or cars or anything. Yeah. And then they just arrive at this place. So it's like, uh, um, yeah, uh, so it feels... Purgatory. So, yeah, purgatory. Uh, mm. So far removed from uh, um, reality. To yeah, like kind The of Shining, is that vibe. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly like that. There's a yes. couple of shots in the film that are, uh, actually ape um, uh, the opening scene's of the of the shining when they arrive at the hotel very low uh yeah very low probably two feet off the ground looking straight down uh corridors and stuff like that which is
2: yeah and i think it's funny when they turned up to the lodge i was like oh this is an upgrade from that man's shanky caravan house (laughs) this is nice
0: oh yeah i meant to go about the kitchen. no that's actually a um a scandinavian <laughs> style um yeah, from the 1960s house. uh yeah mm. and i was like oh here's yeah because obviously the location scout just kind of like went oh this is beautiful like uh, um danish house and it's all you know because the whole thing is made from plywood and because it was supposed to be cheap and everything so that's why it's all bent yeah, and, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me people got
2: the vape cops <sighs>
0: Oh, uh yeah I know. Um yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah and it really fit uh fitting with Richard Armitage's character as being kind of slimy and up to no good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone's slimy and up like
0: to no a, good. Like a bit like a Bond's lair. You know, yeah, really almost. like that really just because it's that uh, intentionally designed, you know, like all the uh, yeah. villain layers, you know, they're all like high, high architecture.
2: Yeah. I can't remember why daddy leaves. I think, I think I was For talking I missed that. Oh, yeah. And he goes back to his trailer house. <laughs> or wherever his business is, yeah. and um girlfriend descends, well, no, God, the children you find out, don't they hide everything, including her medication
0: mm-hmm. um,
2: to make her feel like she's going crazy, but jokes on you, Buster Browns, uh, she actually goes proper mental <laughs> like
0: proper oh mental my quite gosh. quite quick, quite quick. Um, but no, but yeah, but you're left guessing, yeah, the whole time. You don't yeah, you know.
2: don't find you out sus- that the children... Yeah, yeah, that we you suspect. Because they kinda... suffer. Yeah. Mm. The children, like, go through a lot to make this woman feel like she's going crazy. Like, they will, like, have... They hid everything down to their coats, didn't they? Like, there was nothing. Yeah. And the kids were like, we're going to suffer to to really ruin this woman's day. And I was like, oh, my God, are you me trying to get my inheritance right now? <laughs> God, right? like me, 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 me. Oh my God, that's what I should do to Lynn. I should do that to Lynn. Oh, I can't unveil all my plans on the internet. That's. Yeah. she doesn't she doesn't care about what i do so i'm gonna go and Nobody hide all believes of coats. anything
0: on the internet anyway exactly
2: it's a lie we're living in a lie <laughs> yeah so you don't know literally up until the end that the kids were responsible for it but she starts to go bippity bonkers doesn't she mm, yes. and she's like trying to wander out into the the snow-covered wilderness to get help and then she's like envisioning that she's killing everyone and Mm-hmm. she's back in the cult and all this other stuff and the, the the picture of mary that seems to just be such a prominent play thing in the movie it's everywhere yes
0: it's it's a the whole repent thing repent your
2: sins
0: yes and mm. uh well in the internetting the kids were doing there was a yes there was a picture of uh okay, uh cult and they all had
2: um I thought you were gonna say Al Qaeda then and I was like, hey, no. I missed that bit. <laughs> Sick.
0: And they had some duct tape over their mouths that said sin. Yeah. So, so she's doing excited. that, yeah. Yeah. What so... sin
2: did she do? Like I feel like she's really hung up on some sin and you never really find out what her sin was. So
0: uh, I don't think it matters in oh, okay. you know fundamentalist religions. The fact that you exist kind mm. of indicates that you're capable of sin, and so have sinned. And so the but only way to re- yeah repent
2: is oh. to shoot yourself in the head. Um, well, put a bag over your head. There's that moment as well mm-hmm. where she's watching the the kids are watching home movies with their mum in it, and the yeah. mum's really happy. And I was like is that your sin that you feel terrible for now? You know, is that what's going to plague you? Is that what's driving you over the edge, that your presence made that woman kill herself, essentially? Mm. Like, I did wonder why they were watching those home movies and whether that was a thing that they did to make the audience think, like, that's her new sin. That's her ultimate sin. She drove that woman to suicide, essentially. Uh, and um, I was like, ooh.
0: Maybe, maybe in- not. Uh, no, it's an interesting thing, but um, I, I just want to speak. Special, special praise to... I'm not sure if I... um, Thineos Bakatakis. Um, Nice. uh, Yeah. He's a centre photographer on this picture. Because right at the end, when Richard Armitage shows up and Mm. um, uh, Grace is having her um, proper peak peak meltdown... Oh, yeah, she's in it. Yeah. The cinematography in that scene actually changes from like I think it was like mainly colour planet, but lens choices all over the place. So from like mm-hmm. a dreamlike quality to really crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, yeah. he turns up again. And you don't realise yeah. it's happening all the way through because the changes are so slight. Yeah, yeah but all the way through increasingly it becomes more and more dream like the uh, lighting and color uh, color palette's change um up until yeah right at the Daddy end comes. Daddy writes, reality is coming in like uh, what the hell's going on here and yeah, the kids and it's... the kids finally come out and can say to her though no, we've been making it all up uh, and and that's all reflected in that I uh, uh, in the uh photography the uh production design the mm. uh costumes everything and it's so subtle i didn't realize it was happening until right now, and i had to go back and and you know just yeah jump now forward. i'm thinking
2: about it yeah i'm seeing what you're saying but like, yeah i didn't notice it but um yeah he's he doesn't hang around for long because she uh, shoots him in the head <laughs> yes yes that went down because right. she's she's under the the mis- she's under the belief that everyone's dead and they're like um living in some sort of like purgatory sin kind of situation because like mm-hmm. yeah so she shot him um which is pretty much the end of the movie essentially is that they all sit around a table and they sing a hymn don't they after they've blown their father's brains out and the kids sort of start singing and you start it, you're kind of left with the idea of like okay are they indoctrinated into this now as well like yeah. Yeah. Oh, to be in a cult and get children to eat sad bowls of soup and kill your lover.
0: Living a dream.
2: <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> but this
2: movie is you know, in essence, this movie is is it's so I'm trying to trying to phrase it. There's so many layers of it that are so bleak and so lonely, even though they're actually all together and mm. you just are constantly and again these movies I like we talking about the shining and stuff, it's it's creating an atmosphere through cinema of of isolation, even though there may be people with you. Like in the in the shining is with his family, but you feel alone, you feel isolated in the hotel. And mm. when you're in this house, even though she's with the kids and, and you know, she has a dog at one point who sadly freezes to death. Sorry if you don't like that. If you know, mm. no one wants to see animals die, that scene was awful when she brings him back. That mm. made me cry when she's sitting on the porch with her frozen dog.
0: Like, I know. That's that, that was when the kids had gone too far <laughs>
2: too far yeah they killed the dog right that's no, it that, you can make someone you, go
0: mad don't kill the dog yeah oh um, god you can kill any human you want but, but not little not doggy doll. no or trans people <sighs> right, oh no, yeah or
2: i just i just yeah i was so sad i think i was having a sad day anyway so i just like was crying and my friend was like are you okay and i was like the Mm. dog like just being like my emotional projection was on this dog but it was actually just because of a million other things but um yeah this movie is a fantastic is fantastic at Encapsulating, you know, the idea of cinema making you feel alone, making you feel helpless, making you feel despair. And I think, you know, like it just it. it, it, There's so many emotional layers of like from like Hmm. gaslighting and you know isolation and trauma and you know trauma for everyone because the kids are traumatized, the dad's traumatized, she's traumatized from her cult days. The ex wife was obviously traumatized, (laughs) right? You know, there's there's obviously something going on with the ex wife for her to go to those extremes, like. And it yeah. covers so much in like two hours that at the end you were like, I need a spa weekend away to recover. <laughs> right. I know. And, but that's that's the sign of a great movie. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah, that me and my friend then spoke, you know, at length with each other for a while after it, which was which I find is a very beautiful thing about films. Yeah. Um, is if you know when you engage with someone and then you go, oh, did you enjoy that movie? Yeah, and you talk about it, and me and my friend were just like do you think the wife did it for this region? And yeah. and that is a good movie. That is a, that is the sign of something where you can, you can engage with another human being and, you know, sit there and wonder and have questions still, but not so many <laughs> questions where it's just like trash and you're like, well, that didn't solve anything. No. But like there were positive questions from that movie. I, no. I, I will show that that's the kind of movie I would recommend to other people. Definitely in the future.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, it's uh, Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, uh, first English language. Uh, really? Yeah. And oh, cool. Produced by Hammer. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm all about. Um, yeah, because yeah, they got um, a few years ago. Sorry, I'm just spitballing from memory. They got a few years ago had all the rights to like St. Trinian's and oh. um, all of that lot, and the the Hammer. A name and they've been trying yeah. to um have a comeback with various you know it's all um so yeah. British stuff i think what was the one of the first was it dog soldiers
2: oh one god of the first I remember that movie. That they did
0: I know it was something. Anyway, yeah.
2: They did a a film in the mid 2000s called The Resident as well. And uh, Hmm. The Hammer have have been trying to poke their fingers back in, which is good because they were a huge prestigious name in horror, obviously, in the 60s and 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: They still are. You know, I think, um, yeah. The Resident's a shit film.
2: (laughs) Thank you. The the Resident was a terrible movie. Don't don't watch
0: it. Okay. no No one bother But The Lord more than makes up. Uh, for oh that.
2: yeah right yeah like i would i if anyone as i said if i'm recommending a movie to you then it's goddamn well good like because most yeah. people like when you work for a film company and i, I and obviously you being a film guy as well people mm-hmm. probably always come to you and go what should i watch uh, Right, and you just get like burnt out on it and i go eh, eh, whatever.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. the classic. Like, but if
2: there's something good i go now like now i'd go Go watch The Lodge. It takes a while right? for me to find one. Like, for ages, mine was go watch a Serbian film. And then people come back to me and go, Why did, why did you make right. me watch that, right. Rachel?
0: <laughs> that was so I'm like, weird. I thought you
2: wanted, Yeah, I thought you wanted to see an erect penis penetrate someone's eyeball. What do you mean you didn't like it, idiot? Like,
0: <laughs> oh my God, I, I
2: want to watch a Serbian film. I love that movie. I haven't seen
0: uh, it in um, It's bleak. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, miss the, I miss that. I miss that, like, point. a real kind of cinema politique if you know what i mean that like film was meant to challenge you and educate you and make you feel real stuff whereas um the big yeah the big Mm -hmm. tentpole movies um frankly marvels (coughs) Garbage.
2: <laughs> Remakes uh, as well. Chuck them in.
0: Uh, oh, oh yeah. we must have a franchise. We must.
2: Uh, I want to sell merchandise, but we'll just say it's because we want to make more of those movies.
0: Yeah. We made that <laughs> mistake them, with man. George Lucas. We're never making oh, it again.
2: God. Right. Why are there so many Star Wars films now? Like, literally? Like, why are there so many? Like, I don't even know how many there are now, and I don't care. Right. But it's, well, it's because Disney are just like shoving their fingers in everything, aren't they? And then Disney loves a godforsaken franchise. Like, mm. Disney loves anything evil, which is franchising. So, you know, I'm not surprised that they're doing it. Even I, who is like the biggest Friday the 13th fan, know that they should have stopped. After Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, like yeah. you should have, you should, you should have stopped way before he got on a boat and went to New York. Whenever that was pitched, no, right, no. Like you know, oh, when they put him in space, Jason X, the only Friday the Thirteenth movie I refuse to watch because it's terrible. Um, Even all the, the, the Halloween um,
0: films are not good. I would, oh, well, uh, no, no, no. I I think once it, um, I think it once it gets to three, they go a bit You're silly. Done. Yep. Um but they they come back too. I mean anything that's been directed by Rod Zombie <laughs> Zombie yeah. and stars his wife
2: who every film he's ever made
0: <laughs> couldn't act if she was asked to not act <laughs> in a fucking <laughs> acting store. Kate's Sherry Moon fucking Yeah, Yeah. sorry. Oh my god, please. I I love loved loved past tense now. Loved Mm, the monsters the monsters.
2: I won't watch it. Someone has told me, like several people actually have told me it's so bad, don't do it. Because I love the monsters as well, and I just won't go near his version of it. Like several everyone has said, Don't do it, Rachel. Just don't.
0: Just if I'd have thought about the monsters for about a week and had a really big brand flake shit <laughs> i still would have come out with a better version of the monsters than God. that was
2: wow i'm going to i'm going to keep skipping that but you know <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm just not gonna put myself through I feel like I have a really bad feeling, and I'm just gonna preface this before we start talking about which is the next movie, which is my personal favourite. I mean The Lodge is stunning, but the next one's personal favourite for a for a personal reason. Um but I feel like I have a really weird, like premonition feeling that he's gonna get his hands on the Adams family next.
0: Ugh, no, 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 yeah. no. That's Burton. That is Burton all day long.
2: Do you think I feel yeah, like he's just gonna no, he's do not. it? I feel like no. he's gonna do it. I don't no. know why.
0: No, 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 no. He can't. He can't. It's a Burton property, so he he can't oh. do it. He won't do anything with it. And well, Beetlejuice, something two's coming out next year, guys. Oh. Beetlejuice.
2: Never watched it Never seen Beetlejuice in my life
0: Oh my god Now See now I'm going to have to Write a list of films That you have to watch
2: <laughs> No I know Everyone tells me And I'm just like I, I just sort of go like Eh I know I'm not that excited about it But I'll give it a go one day I'm sure if someone makes me watch it Then I'll watch it oh. But I'm not going to watch Like do you know what I mean It's like one of those things If someone's like You have to watch this I'll be like eh But you're going to have to Kind of like make me sit down And go watch to it To watch it okay. I don't know one why second, I've never seen like,
0: it Facebook <laughs>
2: Claire I uh, know. don't Tell never your bloody gonna... <laughs> Claire doesn't know Jack about movies. Come no, on. Know, she'll probably right? be like what's she'll probably be like, What's Beetle Jeeps? Like she wouldn't know <laughs> she's got no idea. <laughs> Speedo Be Jeeps. What's Speedo Jeeps? I've never heard of it. I watch Home and Away. <laughs> um, just stereotype Australia. She's just at home watching Home and Away. But Claire, Claire's really good with TV shows, but she won't do movies. You and me belong
0: together. together. Oh, my God, You and no. me forever and never. never. Home and no Away. Holy matter, matter <laughs> we are. Oh, <Holy laughs> yeah.
2: She's over. You're Yes. Claire.
0: Yeah. She
2: just, she's really, she's really good with TV, but she doesn't really watch movies. That's like, that's Claire's thing. No, she's a TV. She's a TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she loves the, she loves the TV show. Um, yeah. My the next one we're going to talk about is. Do you know what was really funny is when you sent me this? I went. I think I've yeah. seen that movie, mm-hmm. and then I watched the trailer and went, "Oh, I've seen mm-hmm. this movie." Um, so this is Dead End, which made in two thousand and three. This is literally, I feel like, such a good movie with such a good cast of actually well-known players mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. no one has ever heard of and no one has ever seen. And I only watched it like at. six yeah. 6am in the morning, like eight years ago when I couldn't sleep and it came up on Netflix and cause it's got, and I'm going to, maybe I'm going to make, say his name, wrong, Ray, yeah. Ray Wise from Twin yeah. Peaks.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I went, Oh, I, uh, you know, I'm a massive Twin Peaks fan, like absolutely huge. And I think he's such a good actor. As I've always said, um, Leland Palmer with white hair, he's my TV dad. I want him to be my father and, and be mental. Right. So I was like, okay, it has to be white hair, Leland Palmer. He's the best one. I love it when he absolutely loses it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I have to watch this because, you know, support your actors and stuff. And I watched this movie and was like, this is really, really good. So then when you sent it to me and I put the trailer on, I went, oh, my God, that was the name of that movie, which I had forgotten from like eight years ago. And well, I couldn't did, remember
0: it. It did have like three different titles. Um, Oh, okay. So you may not have known it as Dead End. Because it was called, um, I can't remember uh, what the other names were, but it was called uh, um, several different things in different Mm. markets. So for TV, it was called something else. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: so. uh,
1: uh, It wasn't
2: on Netflix long. Like, I remember it being on there. And then I went to tell my friend about it, who's another big Twin Peaks fan. And then I was like, oh, I can't find it so it was gone like it was one of those ones that they just shoved on and shoved off and no one watched you know what i mean but i was like oh this movie is brilliant this movie is i feel like it should have been directed by david lynch because it was that weird like Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like it's just odd my first my only issue with this movie we will talk about what the movie is about in a second um is the uh, the mother and when Mm. she's eating like the pies and stuff and oh. I have, like, a weird food thing, like, when people eat in a really gross way. And I'm just oh. so repulsed by it. And yeah. I just was so grossed out by those scenes. And I remember re-watching going, oh, God, I remember this bit now. And I, like, have to look away when she's shoving that pumpkin pie in her mouth in the backseat of the car. Right. Steve, do you want to give a rundown on what this movie's about? Because God knows explaining It's hard. Uh, yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. But- yeah the time um the time it came out it was probably peak um this is off the back of um uh, twin peaks as well yeah yeah, yeah yeah, he made this so but for a for a movie when uh, ray wise is coming off the back of um twin peaks you know very yeah. very small budget and that yeah. shows but um, the darkness in this film is all-pervasive. Yep.
2: It's,
0: yeah, Yep. As soon as the film starts, they're on a road driving uh, to the, uh, the grandmothers or in-laws uh, yeah. for Christmas, the same that they've done for 20 years. Ugh, okay, and then yeah. Frank is driving the old. Um, what was it? That? I kind of don't know what kind of car like it was. Like a station
2: isn't? wagon, like yeah, a Vista Cruiser, right? big thing. Those American huge cars.
0: Yeah, and then all of a sudden, this headlights come out of the darkness, and uh, Frank um, jolts away swerves, swerves, and manages to save the family. But goes nice off of into a um, a side road. Mm. Anyway, the family's all right and they calm down. They continue driving, and then a woman, a woman, seemingly holding a newborn baby, runs out of the darkness yeah. uh, and almost gets hit by Frank. I'd have hit her because she had a baby, right? She's lost in obviously...
2: the population crisis. <laughs> Slimming it down.
0: Right. But she's like, got i done a- you
2: a favour, dear. Right. Yeah, so they let her in the car, don't they? And she's just weird. Um, Oh, yeah, so you've got the son, the daughter, the daughter's boyfriend.
0: Okay. The mom the dad. I've got some, uh, yeah, I've got some comments. And now the woman. I'll set the scenes. You've got Ray Wise, you know, sports coat. um, You know, obviously a well-to-do businessman. The
2: Ex-alcoholic.
0: Ex-alcoholic, yeah, obviously all those um, middle-aged man tropes. Yeah, And the wife is a sour-faced old cut uh, with, like, a silk scarf carefully draped over her. Uh... She's also
2: famous now for being the psychic woman in the Insidious franchise. Exactly. If, if anyone can remember what that actress's name's called, that's her.
0: Yeah. And then the daughter, uh, mm. who is in tow uh, with her fiancé, uh, yes. Brad. Right? The daughter. Brad. Apparently, Justice Brad. Yeah is a world-renowned psychologist, except that she looks about 12 years old. Yeah, she really does. And I don't know about you, but attaining a level where you're the world-renowned psychologist, I'm pretty sure that kind of entry level starts in your 50s. (laughs) yeah
2: considering that you'd have to go to like medical school for eight years and then you'd have to like do all your, your pre-training and then you'd have to like build a name for yourself she looks about like it, not, honestly when you're watching it you think the actress is probably about 21 20
0: she's not shaving her pubes yet
2: yeah she's really <laughs> and that turtleneck she wears for the whole movie girl i'd have been so angry at wardrobe for putting me in that she's a busty lady if you're busty you can't oh, wear yeah. a turtleneck let's just say that the other um, pictures yes,
0: she's done um have been more bustier she's made paid more mm. like a yeah but a bustier lady
2: you can't wear a turtleneck if you've got tits i mean that should that, yeah
0: someone put that <laughs> someone tweet that so that
2: should be on merch that's yeah. like the new slogan for the the podcast you can't wear a turtleneck yeah. if you've got tits just saying but um, it's yeah, so they, alexandra, they
0: sorry i was just saying uh, the daughter is alexandra page Holden, ah. who's been in loads of loads of stuff. Dropped their Gorgeous, uh, Sugar yes. and Spice, Hot Chick, you know, and loads of, loads of telly, Alec McBeal, Friends, you know, all that good stuff. She's going to have a great career. Yeah. The oh God, she was in Friends,
2: wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, The son. The, the son.
0: douche. Billy Asher, the stupidest yep. kid in the world. I wanted him dead far, yep. far Far earlier because what you do when you're out with your parents for Christmas is go Just into the forest off. and pin up your centerfold to a tree with a bit of gum and have a and oh. shandy
2: it was disgusting i just was like this is so gross like yeah. sometimes you watch things and you just think what even are men like what right. are men it's like <laughs> but this is what we were talking about in the a24 thing where you just go what are men like ill, yeah, like right. just i'm not gonna go out to the woods and rub one out i'm not that needing of it but then also you know statistically- uh, uh,
0: no no see i i must stand up for the sisters who do like to rub one out in the middle of the forest because
2: well that's you nice know, for them, each... but I wouldn't do it on a family trip. No,
0: you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm not would that you? desperate. No. no.
2: I mean if I just leisurely went to the woods to rub one out, then that's fine, but I'm not gonna do it on a family trip. I'm not <coughs> that needing I'm not that needy at that point. It's crazy. I'd but be like be too afraid <laughs> of getting a tick right in the end of it mid- Oh <gasps> Yes. Right. Because they're prevalent in America. Oh yeah. yeah that's Probably that's everywhere. the only downfall of... that must be literally the only downfall of living in America is the tick population. <laughs> no other problem. <laughs> I'm going to bring no a load. I'm going to
0: bring a load over and just spread them around Kent.
2: <laughs> God, <laughs> so, no, I've got a dog to think of. Oh, I know, right God. there, horrible. She's keeping me from not. She's stopping me from killing myself. She's doing. She's oh, doing a good job.
0: Thanks, good. Val.
2: Who's gonna? Who's gonna feed you? No one else but me. Life saver. She, she doesn't care. No. She's just looking vacantly off in the distance and thinking about chicken I,
0: or something. I wrote so many notes about yes. this film because I know, I know how much you love Ray Rose. So uh yeah. He's so sexy.
2: He's so sexy. Isn't he?
0: <laughs> right? He is. So I oh yeah Ray so White. the dumbass stoner son and yeah. the um the fiance of Marion who is Brad. And Yay. Brad I love Brad Brad is the red shirt in this yeah. scenario. He's the one that's going down Right, and then yeah, Brad's cool. Shortly after, Brad has eyes with the woman in white. When he no, but then looking down at her breasticles, he (gasps) notices that the baby is just a mashed-up bag of bones and viscera. (gasps) Shocker.
2: He just looks at the baby. He's like, oh, she's lovely. Like, really, right. be really polite. If that movie was made in England, someone right. would be so polite. Not like, your baby's a mashed up bag of trash. But that was, but a, genuine,
0: movie, oh. yeah, that was a genuine oh. comedy moment.
2: <laughs> yeah, it really was. It really was. was. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. This movie is like a comedy horror. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, it's 100% yeah. a comedy horror, but it's not a comedy horror in the gross way of, like, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, where they, even the title gives it away. Like, yeah. you have to watch a good section of this movie and then go, what am I watching? Like, uh, hang on a minute, am I meant to laugh at this? But, um, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Very odd.
1: yeah, it's
0: very I odd. Yeah, I think it's odd in that kind of early 2000s way, you know, where being kooky, oh. just for the sake of being kooky, was kind of an okay thing. I mean I didn't yeah. prove it, but you you know what I, but, uh, you yeah. know what I mean. And it was yeah. My but, handbag's a
2: lunchbox and I'm wearing bowling shoes. I'm so quirky. Right. Why aren't you dead? so many ah. yeah. i was having a i was having a thing the other oh my god i was at a gig last night and someone i over yeah. you know when you overhear really good conversations and someone went, yeah i really mm. skipped the emo phase and i was like oh, put it on a t-shirt tweet that that was really good really? but like do you remember the mid-2000s like indie phase where people wore boat <laughs> shoes and really massive v-neck t-shirts uh, do you remember DV. that phase this is my favorite yeah the dv, DV. Yeah. yeah, and really tight jeans, and then there was a weird phase of people using shoelaces as a belt, and I was like, what was the mid-2000s? Like, what happened? It was dreadful. Like, people cringe looking back on their 80s photos, and I'm like, no, 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 no. If you ever did any fashion trend in the mid-2000s, um, sorry, that was right. the worst. That's going to come. Men wearing, like – um. The emo fringe that was a thing. Oh, I should, no! I'm not gonna. I can't upset myself. I'm not gonna think. No, it. don't, no, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh God, it was so bad. I hate it. I hate You're it. Right? Yeah, but like Ray Wise stole the show, obviously, in this movie. Oh, that absolutely. Is he, He's that is the, what he does.
0: Yeah, but I, I think the, um uh, Lynn Shay, who played the mother, um, yeah. Laura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She. You think that she's just going to be that kind of just dour face because they're bickering and arguing in the car. Oh, yeah. But I think she gives the performance of a bloody life in this movie. Oh, yeah,
2: when she she has the gun and she points at her husband and she's just laughing, like, she's brilliant.
0: Right? And it's not even hammed up. It is genuinely, like, I genuinely like acting her bloody socks off and they're amazing and then can, so I'd, maybe i should just leave that as a not spoiler the the other bit that she does because it just just yeah. go and watch it it's fantastic she is acting Such her little socks off bless her and it's so good Uh, i really
2: feel sorry for brad throughout this film though like i feel like brad's having a bad time like well apart from obviously the end of the movie spoiler alert we'll well for a movie from 2003 like people haven't seen it but like i feel like you know justice for poor brad in this movie because his his fiancee doesn't want to be engaged to him and he doesn't know that he has to see the mashed up dead baby like Mm -hmm. he's not having a good time and he's with his in-laws or soon-to-be in-laws like poor brad he seemed like the only kind of rationally nice person in the car i felt like i liked brad i, I yeah. was sad i was sad <laughs> i like just... ray wise but he's you know he's a douchebag as, as a character you know yeah
0: but no everybody in the uh... car is doomed oh yeah yeah
2: yeah absolutely Brad's doomed
0: and yeah everybody is just absolutely doomed their lives amount to nothing and uh yeah they're... all of us yeah <laughs> right
2: <laughs> so a hearse keeps coming along the road essentially and everyone dies one by one that's what's happening like as the movie's ticking on everyone's also getting more and more weird aren't they and a bit more manic and obviously right? as they come face to face with like new challenges i.e them all getting picked off and this hearse coming they start to to unravel and act bonkers ray wise is like absolute leland palmer energy during his mental right? night, so he's just
1: For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.
2: He really goes <laughs> ham, doesn't he? I'm like, yeah. yay, that's, that's the whitehead Leland I missed and loved. Um, and so I'm like, he's going to start dancing and crying with a sandwich soon. This is Twin Peaks. But, right. um, you know, oh God, I never dance and cry with a sandwich. Come on. <sighs> um you know I've lost it when, yeah. when I get a Subway sandwich and dance with it because Subway's gross.
0: But um, I'm here to tell you, kids, masturbating yeah. and smoking pot in the woods is a yeah. good way for you to get killed
2: exactly <laughs> so the the premise of the movie well the idea of the movie is that they died didn't they when ray wise swerved for yes. the thing now um <coughs> i heard i did hear and he wrote something down on a notepad didn't he um, at, yes after his the swerve. List. yes now that happened after he swerved so they added this in at the end of the movie so at the end of the movie you see that they did die in the car crash obviously mm-hmm. what they've been doing afterwards is purgatory and you see these like people cleaning up the crash and stuff and one of the workers <laughs> picks up the note he wrote after he was dead now they put that in at the mm-hmm. end like as an addition and they weren't going to put it in to nice. sort of like give the audience a question mark to make it a bit more like "Ooh, were they actually alive who knows now we Don't know, but I didn't like that they did that. I think it was like, Yeah, you're in purgatory, you're dead, you drove along a road, you went mental. That was a good movie. I don't know why they added that in.
0: Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. No, that would have been something that happened because of a test screening. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed.
2: absolutely
0: and absolutely we don't understand the end it doesn't make sense uh, uh, test screenings are a curse. test screenings are trash
2: yeah right absolutely trash right. what was oh there was a really famous story about test screenings i can't remember what the movie was and they re- Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows no. that movie
0: didn't even watch yeah. it hated the original right. Okay,
2: so there's a a movie folklore that the original Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows was absolutely excellent. And then it got subjected to horrific test screening. And um, they butchered the hell out of the movie they absolutely (laughs) destroyed it to the Mm. point where the director and the screenplay writer almost gave up and said take our names off this this isn't the movie we wrote and Uh, so folklore is that there is an og version of this movie and a certain amount of people have seen it and they've gone yeah this was a really well thought out excellent movie but test screening obviously money and people coming in and saying change this cut this add this Mm. Ruin the movie, and the movie is okay. It's not the worst, but I I would love to see what just in general oh. original versions of movies before test screenings butcher them because oh. I imagine a lot of creativity gets killed.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Killed. No, because it's yeah, um, no. businessmen working to an algorithm, and film yep. is a creative business. It's a manufacturing process, but it's still a creative manufacturing process. It's like when you prototype something and it's all a bit rough around the edges because you're just trying to get a feel for the thing and whether it's whether it's actually going to work rather than concentrating on the finishing, yeah? But you yeah. still end up like a lamp, right? And film's exactly the same way. Like, do you want a lamp or do you want... Um, Sorry. Uh yeah. Do you want a lamp or do you want the process of making that making the lamp? Or do you want a lamp that's specific to you?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I like know you, you
0: know, you can't you can't prescribe um monetary values on stuff like film and that and that's what you'll find is Disney's um making such a <sighs> big mistake over, is because they're relying on these bloody algorithms and AIs and stuff to like go, oh, you need to do this. Well, no, you don't need to do this. And the audience says, Marvel's oh, purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um, Going to come and see Disney's
2: them. Disney's dead. Like, I think it's dead. They haven't made a smash hit film in a long time without having to rely on Star Wars or Marvel. I you know, I they're never gonna die because they have their fingers in so many parts. They're such a huge company. Do you know what I mean? I mean, for yeah. God's sake, you can buy a house on a on a specifically designed Disney housing estate in Florida. Like that company will never die, unfortunately. But nice. yeah, their movies are terrible. I think people live in the the golden age of Disney. Rather than actually caring about Disney films now, so it's more of a nostalgia trip for everyone
0: going yeah. there. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Dead oh, End also, is. Sorry, I also really. No, while on. we're on there, just go. <laughs> while we're on Disney, sorry. go for it. Okay, um, if anybody wants to cause physical harm to Kathleen Kennedy, <laughs> I would strongly advise you not to do that. Right. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Public service announcement. <laughs> Don't hurt Kathleen Kennedy. Don't yeah. hurt
0: <laughs> Kathleen. Don't
2: Kennedy. hurt Do Kathleen. Do
0: not, under any circumstances, hurt <laughs> Kathleen <laughs> Kennedy. Punctuation <laughs> <laughs> is Every- amazing, isn't it?
2: Everyone just goes and shoots her in the face. Um, <laughs> Why not? We're having a culling. I'm going to get rid of Lynn Kathleen Kennedy. It's all going on. We're all right. Um, yeah. Dead oh. end. I think is a is a what were you going to say? Oh no you no no, a, no no no.
0: Go on no, go on. Sorry sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
2: I was just going to say Dead end is a is an underrated gem. And I obviously I don't say that very often. I think way more people should have seen this movie. It's got everything you want. It's got comedy. It's got horror. It, it's obs- it's obscure and it's obtuse and it's weird. But it's also a very interesting. Um, you know, you know the story's not new. We've seen this idea before from films in the past, and being stuck in purgatory and are we are we dead? Are we not? But it's it's a very interesting twist and a very interesting. Um, you know, playing out of a storyline that we've seen before, and it, it's got great dynamic and a great cast. And um, to rewatch it again on your recommendation was an absolute thrill. I was like, "Yeah, this movie is this this movie is brilliant." And I think if you are a fan of Lynch, or you are a fan of like um, you know things like Twin Peaks or The Prisoner, and, and and you know certain things like that, more the more obscure kind of things, then this this movie is absolutely perfect. There's a lot of um, rubbish horror Christmas <laughs> themes. There's mm. a lot of rubbish horror comedy. There's there's actually tons of rubbish horror comedy, um, but these there's there's a select few. Like my personal would be like Rubber and and things like that and Shopping Mall. But like, mm. yeah, Dead End is definitely up there with a, a very well executed. Um, and, does, and, you know, and the the cinematography is fantastic and, the, you know, the costume designs and the, that weird, like, Norman Rockwell feel of the family that they've given them all just through, like, you know, the costumes right. and things. Yeah. It's very Norman Rockwell. It's definitely up there on what I would, you know, say to someone to go and watch if you're looking for a horror comedy.
0: Absolutely. Oh, I, I just have a couple of Steve-O's film factoids for Woo! you. Uh, so uh, Ray Wise was born in 1947. But do you know who else, who else was born in 1947? No. Um, Sam Neill. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hell yeah. James Woods. Really? Mm, piece of candy. Um, piece of candy. <laughs> uh, Stephen King. And of course, the master, Robert Englund.
2: Oh my God! Legacy. Right. Yeah.
0: Wow. Also, like Robert England. Mm, I do. So, so he's an underrated sexy. actor. He yeah. is. He did, he needed a uh, a Tarantino to reboost his career, but unfortunately, yeah, he's stopped. Yeah. He's stopped working now. Um. Yeah. And the first AD on that show was uh Tony Thatcher and his daughter Katie Thatcher was the Whoa. art director for The Incredible Hulk. And yeah. Uh, 2008, yeah, 2008 one And Pacific Rim, uh. amongst oh, Pacific her other, yeah, amongst her other um, many uh, uh, credits. So, keep it in the family. The nepotism is strong.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, right. Nepo babies. Thanks. Thanks. Woo. Woo! Oh, my God. You I was... I was slagging off Nepo Babies to someone the other day and I can't remember who it was, but, you know, right. the, the Hollywood wheel must turn.
0: Yeah. When's a
2: chance mi- to be famous?
0: Shall I do, do, my, bit? Bit. do my bit? Do a bit. Yay! Mm. All right. Um. We're doing another bit. U-be-alices. U-be-alices. Oh, that was seamless. Such great. That was seamless. Who, 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 who did the sound design on that? Because that was amazing. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who knows that was me okay (laughs) um so coming up uh oh next week oh no uh oh yesterday it was released is thanksgiving um yeah so this is an interesting one because over the 15 years um since grindhouse you know um quentin tantino robert rodriguez grindhouse and they had um 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 or the little directors do like trailers for yeah. in the middle of the two, uh, two films, and um, this is based on the one that was directed by Eli Roth. I uh, like Eli Roth, yeah, he's, uh, he's a okay. good, good show,
2: um, he's done some good stuff,
0: yeah. So, and basically, it's about a serial killer who ventures to a small town in Massachusetts to create a Thanksgiving carving. Um, nice. Yeah, uh a Thanksgiving carving board out of the townspeople. Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? And Sexy. Um, stars Addison Ray, Patrick Dempsey, Jalen, mm. Thomas Brooks, and Milo Manheim. Mm, I've All the heard people. Of All of them. All um, of the people in the world. Okay, uh, I'll skip to a quiet place. John Krasinski's still milking that particular puppy. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> that's yep. Coming out in March. <laughs> um, Franchise. Um Yeah. There is an untitled Universal monster movie that's supposed mm. to be released in April, and considering that it's still untitled, <laughs> I, I haven't much hope for that. Yeah, I don't think that release window is going to be hit. But nope. It's, it's by the um, uh, uh, Matt Bettinelli, Olpin, and Tyler Gillow, who made the um, fifth and sixth scream in installments. So yeah. mediocrity.
2: Yeah. Mediocrity <laughs> thrives. Yeah.
0: And also because the last reboot with Tom Cruise went <laughs> so well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know. yeah. Oh my god! Uh, but better news: Jordan Peele is releasing Yay. a new movie next y- year, probably this time cool. next year. Um, don't know what it's going, what's going, but he he does excellent work. Comedy, he or really otherwise. does. He really yes, does. He He's like a he everyman. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, and it's good that the other one has got some acting work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, right. He's doing okay. He's
0: doing all right. I think he's fine. Just from the mm.
2: <laughs> uh, he's making those mortgage payments. I
0: can't think of them and go Keenan and Kel. Oh, I'm god, sorry. Yeah. I'm Kenan sorry. Keenan and, <laughs> and Peel. Yeah, like right. Yeah, yeah. So I can't. Yeah, Keenan and Kel in the house. Oh my god, <sighs> Orange was... soda. Right. Oh, and what else have we got? Oh, Beetlejuice 2, which I mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh, finally getting the sequel because, obviously, Wednesday on Netflix went so bleeding well for them. They obviously just went, hey, Tim, money. You have it all. Go for, make some movies. So, Give me some money, man. All right. right. Um, <laughs> I don't think the scenario works. then. Um, Pretty much went like that. I I imagine because uh, Wednesday was such a hit. It was like number one for like three weeks or something. I didn't watch it. Bad goth. You are a bad bad goth.
2: I just, I, uh, again, with me, it was just franchising reboot trash. And I just went, okay. Everyone says it's really good. Maybe one day I'll watch it. But I think I just can't deal with the cliche nature of like every 13 year old being like, I'm a goth now. I watched Wednesday and me just going, oh, you should just be dead or something.
0: I don't
2: care. Right. Yeah. To me, I just, I I didn't do it.
0: Come back when you've got some real. Trauma trauma and your exist- life. Yeah. Yeah, existential pain to work through.
2: Jesus, you watched Wednesday? What is no. this? You haven't been beaten by your mother and locked in a cupboard? God, come on! Oh,
0: no. <laughs> yeah, this... it wasn't
2: about it. No. Yeah, I'll skip
0: it. But also no, no January in January. Yeah, me. How how do Americans say it? Megan two Which I'm quite excited <sighs> about. Well, okay. I like I I liked the um. Yeah, I like the first one. It was in the same way that I like Chucky, right? It's uh, Yeah,
2: it's got its place, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's a bit silly and a bit camp and I you know, I'm totally down with <laughs> it.
2: yeah Yeah. i really i should i'll check it out probably be one of those things that you you check out just casually when it comes onto a streaming service but yeah i mean i can see the appeal it certainly has certainly got a chucky vibe to it and stuff like that which is cool people really liked that movie like people really but then people really liked annabelle so i don't know who to trust so Right, okay. you can't it's, trust anyone nowadays, it's crazy. Uh, is um, do we have any more announcements or is that all oh, of our yes, new... yeah. Oh, Yes, yeah,
0: of more. notes next year that uh, really not got a lot of information is um, Terrify three? yes.
2: Oh, okay, another one.
0: Uh, finally, uh, decent looking remake of the um, uh, Burt Reynolds classic Deliverance, yeah, that's coming out next year, and then uh. Yeah, that's about it, Ma- Maxine. But you'll hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, that's in oh, seamless, 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 seamless. seamless podcast.
2: Seamless. Oh.
0: Yeah, lovely.
2: Yeah, I love that there was a jingle.
0: We're podcasting, baby.
2: We are podcasting <laughs> to. To hippity heck. Um, Our final movie, I think, is the most Christmas themed movie of all the movies um, that we've discussed this evening. Absolutely. Um, it really is. It's literally Black Christmas. Uh, like, uh, We're talking the OG one because they did remake it, of course. Ugh, mm-hmm. ugh. I, I have seen the remake, but I didn't pay attention enough to the remake to care about the remake. But right. I do remember watching it. Um, but I can't comment on it because I, I honestly didn't pay attention. Um, I was probably getting laid or murdering someone, one of the I was, things I was doing.
0: Just more Casual. interesting things. Oh, yeah, I was just per- bits. I was- I was probably dreaming about Baby Day, which is the yeah. uh, woman from Driller Killer.
2: Oh. Ooh, Driller Killer. God, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I, know, um, I remember being really young and going to a blockbuster and seeing the front cover of Driller Killer and being like, ooh, what's that? Like, do you know what I mean? The horror franchise love is born. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Christmas is like, uh, this is the weird thing. Weird Black Christmas um fact black christmas was the and everyone at height obviously says halloween is the first but actually black christmas was the first slasher movie like teen slasher movie that everyone seems to forget about it because uh huh
0: yeah no no i'm telling you I'm, i'm applauding what you're oh, saying yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah I thought you said no and I was no, like oh my no. god am I no, wrong no no, no, no no yeah so I think it came out in 1976 obviously Halloween was 1978 or 79 one of the two um, and everyone forgets about this movie which is a shame because I'm gonna say a hot a hot take wish I had a jingle for it but no. I prefer Black Christmas to Halloween as a teen slash hot take take there it was good it was good yeah I prefer this movie Black Christmas is about a sorority house ugh America remember remember They've got ticks, they're really suffering. <laughs> um, it's so hard over there. What was the health care <laughs> and the ticks? Imagine getting a tick and you've got no health care insurance. Jesus, yeah. you got the double
0: Lyme disease, the double, um,
2: yeah. And then someone has a gun and shoots you, America. Um, like, but it's like, <laughs> I actually really want to go to America. Vegas looks baller, but um, yeah, yeah it's about sorority house, and the, the girls are there at Christmas, and uh, they keep getting like heavy breather phone calls from a landline because it's 1976. and. Um, the essence of it is, is, um, to be honest, not many of them get picked off very quickly. It's a very slow burning Mm
0: -hmm. movie in
2: regards to the deaths. Um, and one of the girls gets killed by a weird man who's essentially living in the attic. Um, maybe he, I don't know. He might not live there full time. He might just come and go. You never know. You never know.
0: Just use it as a, you know, like, uh, Airbnb.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is Airbnb up there. This is my rapist out. lodge. That's
0: one hundred and eighty-five dollars a night. This five <laughs> stars. This is my flagellation tent. This is three hundred
2: and sixty-five dollars a night. Oh my god, he is that guy putting it up on Airbnb. <laughs> mm. you have to be quiet during the day, though. <laughs> Don't walk too loudly. Right. Um, no kitchen. No, there's a there's a trash can as a bathroom. So it's yeah, four hundred pound a night. Um yeah, and he's just up there picking off the girls. He picks off one girl and he like puts a little bag over her head and she sits in the window, very lovely of her. She he hmm. gives her a nice view for when she's dead. Yeah. And um obviously, so obviously you can the...
0: see this from the yeah. street if you just looked out yes. the
2: window. Yeah, there's so many issues with um like people in this movie. Um like yeah, so basically what they do is everyone goes hunting for the girl that's missing. <laughs> Mm, and um, <clears throat> even her father turns up to help try and look for her, which is nice. And they eventually... Um, oh, I've got uh, an
0: interesting fact about him. Sorry. facts me to up. To James. Uh, James Edmund, who um, uh, played uh, the father, was only ever in two movies. Uh, really? This and uh, 20 years previously, Devil Girl from Mars, 1954. Ooh. And now I want to check out Devil Girl from Mars. But anyway, yeah, it sounds quite saying. good,
2: actually, doesn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. So they basically just eventually uncover that there is like a weird dude living in their attic. Like, well, he they kill the house <laughs> nanny, don't they, or whatever they call them in America? Uh, when you house, look after them. yeah, it's house mother.
0: I think mean, I I just put house, house kid. mother. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's yeah. like the
0: permanent employee of the sorority to clean and make sure that they're not shooting heroin in the hallway.
2: What's the point of going to uni if you can't do heroin in the hallway?
0: Right. You know, Canterbury yeah. and uh, yeah, Hull are just different places. If you could do <laughs> in the hallway. Oh my
2: god, I want to do that. Life's so dreadful. I'm I'm like one minute away from becoming
0: a heroin addict at the moment, just because. it's So boring. I mean, just I do have friends who take it recreationally. It's not like all the films Philip say.
2: Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, look at Felix, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Jesus. Yeah, but... Like, he was a heroin addict forever. Yeah, sure, he killed him hmm. in the end. But, you know, you wouldn't have known when he was in, like, it Hunger the Games Ambien. and Moneyball.
0: It was the Ambien oh. that killed him. Yeah. Um, well, I well think there you go. Must... Then
2: that's a poster for heroin. It's okay if you do it sporadically.
0: But don't do Ambien <laughs> What is... Uh,
2: well, I'm going to... I hear about Ambient. What is Ambient?
0: Oh, it's basically like a, uh, a a movie that people use it to sleep. It's like lights out oh, okay. instantly.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, I want that as well.
0: Right? A lot of, like actors or people who travel take it because yeah. a lot of time they they can't sleep regular hours whatever so imagine
2: as well like if you were like in a rock band and like i mean obviously my band plays a lot of you know shows Mm. we go to places and you've got then you've played this huge show and it's been excellent then you've got like a two-hour drive home and then you've got to come home and sleep and you you can't switch off so i can imagine like if you played Mm. a stadium show how the hell do you just tuck yourself up in bed afterwards and go yeah that was an immensely dream experience off to sleep you you have to shut down somehow don't you oh
0: i like i no. i have a contact i'll ask mick because he's out mm. uh touring with uh, uh uh wolfgang van halen at the moment oh
2: okay yeah oh, it's
0: it's sold out shows across america i'm sure tickets are still available <laughs> but, uh, yeah. like
2: but how do you fall asleep like if you've played like Wembley stadium mm. say you're like someone gross like Billie eilish like how do you just go back to your hotel and sleep after that like that must be so weird but um like i said
0: no i'm sorry i i have to address the statement you just made about billy hit me up hot shit eilish eilish, eilish. yeah so do you like watch, her? watch your mouth there lady Yes. No,
2: I do not, I've never, I've never listened to her music, so you know, I'm, you know, who am I to judge? But I just find her interview presence annoying, so that's just me. She's a bloody, so.
0: <laughs> very, a very good. rich, nineteen-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like, who the
2: hell am I, like, sitting here waiting for my mother to die so I can get rich? She's the millionaire. Like, what am I doing? Oh, 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 shameless plug time. Uh, Talking of shows, everyone, Queen Horizon is playing uh, the Dublin Castle in Camden next Saturday. That's November the 26th. And we've just been played on Academy FM today. So, yay. And we're shooting our music video tomorrow. So, oh, my God, I've got an early call time to go and shoot in two locations tomorrow. And we have to cram in a band rehearsal just for the camden show so i and then there there was like a an email from the director he was like right so you're going to do 15 takes as a band and then two takes together and i'm like i'm estimating tomorrow is about eight hours worth of drumming for me so
0: 12 12.
2: not not it and then i've got to get up for work on the monday morning at 8 a.m i am not about that like oh my god it's gonna be a long day
0: and and that's why ambient
2: (laughs) is a thing yeah and then when we play camden so i'm i'm guesstimating from the time i'm on stage to the the whole set to packing up my van and getting back to thanet i'll probably Mm. get to sleep about 2 a.m and my call time for the photo shoot for the band the next morning Mm. is 9 a.m in Folkestone. so then i'm gonna have to get up at like six to do camera ready makeup and i was like who booked that who in (laughs) our weird PR I, management band photographer organization booked that call time after well, Camden. You can suck my dick. I'm going to look who, like shit.
0: <laughs> whoever's credited as being, they're probably the production manager, or uh, the oh. first, so Sorry. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I think your it was call like time the time only... would have
0: come from the first, but um, yeah, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah. The thing is we booked the show before we booked the photo shoot. So I'm like, who did that? Like, you know that we're going to be coming back from Camden, but this is the life of trying to get famous. So I'm not complaining and I've been given great opportunities, but also I am going to be tired. So everyone just get ready for that. I think we're all going to be tired. It's not just me. Obviously, there's four other people in the band who can complain no. at their will, but they can have That's... caffeine and I'm allergic to it. So hmm, oh. what's my excuse? I know. Okay. I've got...
0: This is, <laughs> this is a public service announcement. This uh, is a public service announcement. if yeah. you're in the vicinity of Rachel in the for the next foreseeable future, I would give I'm her a be wide berth. My and roller a split. Happy days. Yeah, and
2: then as well. So Sunday, tomorrow I have the music video. Then I work all day Monday. Then Tuesday I'm in the recording studio at 10 a.m., which means I've got to get up at 7 a.m. to get there and drive and pack up my drum kit to record a, our next single. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. But we very kindly have been given December off, so that's nice. Thanks Aww. so much. I don't, yay, I don't have to record or do anything. But I, I, I'll get like two weeks into December and be like, I, I miss st- my band.
0: I bet you still have to social media posts or you know that, i don't for the
2: first time ever yeah. i'm not in charge of social media for a band so i'm so grateful for it like no. i do a, i do a lot of our tiktoks and stuff like that like that's the thing like we all do together but i'm so glad i don't have to post or manage no. anything so thank you Kerry, for, for predominantly doing that
0: yes so get I don't... getting back to the film movies black christmas yes um i i have a bit of a fact Avalanche Moment. to throw at you because this Yo. is this is um such a such a, 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 a great movie and it was made in Canada and yeah. in Toronto specifically, like all the old ch- shots of the old churchy looking places and everything. That's all the University of Toronto. Yeah. And um yeah, there's um when the cop cars go past um they're driving along the Danny the Danforth, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, there's loads of locations all o- all over Toronto, and um, um, she's not actually star billing in this film, but it starred Margot Kidder, who mm. um, oh yeah, no, she w- went on to be Lois Lane in Superman. Yeah, I remember that. And obviously had a little bit of a tragic existence. Had lots of uh, iron, undiagnosed bipolar and stuff. And she had a very, tr- very troubled life. But she's still a great actress. And uh, although her drunk trying to give the cop phone number as fellatio for mm. nine six or whatever, I don't know. Was it? It's like like it was supposed to be like I suck dicks or something. I don't know. Uh. Um, uh, when you typed in the number, you never know how to have the letters on the number. Uh, yeah. Yeah, old the numbers. School. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. And um the chaperone, the house, sorry, House Mother. House well, Mummy. House Mother was played by the wonderful Marion Waldman, who's a great Canadian um uh character actress. And she just Hands it up so hard. She does. Uh, when she arrives and the girls give her a new moo moo.
2: <laughs> yeah, her moo moo so gross.
0: Right. Oh Ooh. girls, you shouldn't have. I'm gonna kill you all. No, uh, it's just, yeah, it's yeah, and she hides whiskey in a cutout in a book and stuff. <laughs> like and she's just yeah, obviously rolling around the sorority, just pissed as a far all time, which is great. I I just love yeah. her as a character.
2: She is really good. I do really mm. enjoy her. She's the she's the comedic comedic relief, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's uh, otherwise it'd be it's very dry. Very of its time, 1970s, is very like static shots. And oh something I did notice is there's very rarely any wide shots and even when they are it's yeah. just very contains not containing any sky or anything so yeah, yeah it's all like shot uh, very statically um similar sort of style to the um uh the omen oh
2: God yes 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 I see that now you say that yeah
0: it's very similar in that, that the way they the way they shot it uh, but it's um it's not really like structurally a a slasher movie really yeah because it's trying to be like a psychological thriller in the uh, style of hitchcock and everything but it's um also trying to be something completely completely different in this you know trying to push the envelope and it does push the envelope but it's how we would recognize that now yeah is completely different so you're not going to get loads of you know shock scares or you yeah, know yeah yeah like you Do know find, blood flying find, up the walls yeah. oh mm. yeah
2: for sure I, I think i hadn't watched black christmas in such a long time but i remember that i get i don't know if you get this but there's certain like time periods of films that you just find comforting and horror films from the 70s give me that weird kind of comfort feeling oh
0: yeah um yeah like, i don't know uh, rosemary's why. baby yes omen exorcist yeah. they're all kind of very
2: shining s- yeah yeah they're all in. It. Sometimes, like you know, mine is my main comfort is Friday the Thirteenth from the 8th. like well, the very oh. early Eighties. That one's I really enjoy just watching those. They make me feel okay. I think it's Kevin Bacon in Hot Pants. I don't know. Um, so I love Kevin tart. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, what? he's one of the, he's one of those men who got handsomer with age. Yeah, Kevin oh, yeah. Bacon did. Yeah, for sure. He, he I think he you looks know, great
0: now. You know, you're only seven cocks away from <laughs> Kevin Bacon's. <laughs>
2: Sick. So I've got to fuck seven people to get Daddy Bacon. I yeah. love Kevin Bacon. He's right. sexy. I don't care what anyone's... And then he'll sell me a really good EE data plan. So that's nice of him now that he's selling phone data plans exactly. on the TV. Great well, he for got... you, Kevin.
0: I, I don't know if you know this, but um, he yeah. lost all of his money... In the <gasps> 2008 crash Which is why he's working because no. he wasn't working he, Yeah you he know, took made, a time
2: Yeah he was out Yeah, yeah
0: he was in the uh, pyramid scheme That uh, collapsed oh, no.
2: yeah. That's probably why he did X-Men First Class Because I was like <gasps> that film's trash and now you're in it But okay yeah. Do you know what really annoyed me about that movie is he was in it who I love And then my <laughs> actual husband Michael Fassbender was in it And I was like what are you doing here I respected you You've done brilliant films and now mm-hmm. you're here Michael Fassbender put a ring in my ass i love you but that's not the
1: <laughs> you
0: must also I... watch killer oh okay on, on netflix
2: is michael yes. fassbender in it oh he's so sexy and he i don't is... know why because he's kind of ugly
0: he is 100 percent screen time what a hunk right but i don't he know why he's never, oh, off, watch the never oh, off the watch screen oh i'll watch the
2: heck out of that my fingers are gonna hurt by the end it's gonna
0: be brilliant and he's doing that he's doing that um You know, androidy thing he did in Prometheus. You know, where he's very clinical, very German, and very, you know, yeah. Oh my god!
2: Yeah, he speaks German as well sometimes in that Mm. gross X Men film, and I'm just like, "Oh, you're so sexy!" It's like, (laughs) but the thing is, like, Michael Fassbender is not hot, but I don't Mm. know why he's hot. Like, it's like Kevin Bacon's not hot, but why is Kevin Bacon hot? You know those kind of people where they're ugly hot. Michael Michael Fassbender is that guy. Yeah, Um, I love you, Michael Fassbender. If no one's seen the movie he did called Shame, please go check it out. It's brilliant. He masturbates a lot. It's really interesting. (laughs) Um, He's a sex addict. Everyone get on. But again, another another. a forgotten mm. movie is shame starring michael fassbender and one of the mm. most brutal english horrors he was in called eden lake and it's so brutal i can't even watch it so yeah yeah, oh, I've yeah. Wa- i mean i've watched it but i just it's not I like i watched it and went yeah i don't need to ever see that movie again like it's mm. so brutal um yeah. but yeah black christmas has it, black christmas is one of those movies that i could watch again and again just for the comforting soft vibes of murder but mm. um the this red, movie.
0: the red and black color palette is just mm, really yes. rich. Like te- oh, God. technically, the film um, is shot um, just about that time, and Stanley Kubrick, um, uh, at the time when he made, oh, uh, it'll come to me, me. Uh, <laughs> Stanley Kubrick films. Stanley Kubrick films. Oh God, this is not. Should I just be start mine?
2: naming them? Clockwork Orange, Space Odyssey, <sighs> Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
0: I I I am, I went it? to his house. Really? I went. I made a little pilgrimage to Stanley's Aww. house when I was at film the film school and that's nice yeah i rang on the <laughs> doorbell
2: that... did you yes. no but it's <gasps> not it's a it,
0: it was an intercom thing because he he is no, not okay. there is no direct house access to the plebs and, yeah, and, yeah of yes unfortunately mr kubrick is away
2: <laughs> get out of here you peasant do i you know
0: mean like jesus basically he but, um... yeah but so um yeah so um that at that time Stanley Kubrick had been developing or with the aid of NASA developing lenses that were able to film in candlelight
2: yeah
0: and he used that in Barry Lyndon, like none of it is lit, like there's reflectors wow. and stuff, but none, none of it's actually lit with conventional lights like the man's dedication to the craft is just absolutely amazing, you know, because he yeah. wanted to just create the 18th century in front of the camera right, because they wouldn't yeah. have had electric lights or anything, so yeah so about that time, cinematographers started using darkness in such a massive way. Yeah. Uh, using these new lenses that Stanley Kubrick and NASA had developed that were able to go down to, I think it's 1.1 or something. Um, wow. Right. And anybody who knows about cameras and knows and uh, understands that the. Um, larger uh, the smaller the f number the finer more light is allowed through the lens and onto the uh, film plate so around this time all they all started doing that and it really shows on this um in the show um but it didn't work perfectly. Like, you can really yeah. see where they've had to push process um, some of the uh, shots because they're just too grainy, And you see the shots all of a sudden become really, really grainy. And that's obviously yeah. the labs had to um, – do you know about push processing film?
2: No. I'm not going like, to lie. Go, oh, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no.
0: No. <laughs> All right, this is my uh, uh, Bill Nye. The more you know. Um, The more you know. Yeah, uh... right. Um, So the process is like when light hits the film, the uh, silver collides in the film plate actually uh, uh, oxidizes. Okay. Okay? And then you use chemicals to make that oxidization uh, more prominent. Make yeah, it, just make it really, really oxidise itself. Yeah, and okay. um, the longer you develop a film, the more the silver uh, um, halide oxidises. So it yeah. just becomes bigger, and they become bigger and bigger crystals, and then kind of infect around them. So that's not important. Uh, and so you can shoot dark scenes, but they'll be really, yeah. really dark. But have yeah. a you know a long processing time, that's why a lot of the detail is lost and you get massive dots. Um, it looks like, yeah, it looks like tiny dots. The film, the image becomes really dotty, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you can really see that in a film, but that's not to his detriment at all. I think it's like no, a no, no. stellar job. The darkness is all pervasive like everywhere Hello, Douglas, <laughs>
2: my old friends oh, oh, oh. It's literally, it is that literally. made me
0: shiver actually
2: oh okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so i think yeah. it's just an absolute gem and massively underrated i think it you can get it on the um criterion channel or yeah i don't know if there's actually a criterion release of it but oh okay. Uh, yeah, I I think it's on the Criterion Channel, so I'm sure it's oh, coming. Yeah, it's uh and it's, it's massively coming. un uh massively underrated it was a huge influence on um well oh, both John Carpenter and Wes Craven uh um, yeah, yeah, in yeah. how they approached their next projects because shortly after yeah. that um um Halloween came out, and then yep. Freddy uh, a couple of years after that. But we're yeah, wait, we did yeah. some stuff. Yeah, so yeah, uh, and it really should be wider known. Does it?
2: Yeah. It is yeah. a it's a it's an unknown classic and I think it's it's um you know, it's like Black Christmas is one of those movies that like the, the real horror buffs know about, but if you go up to anyone else they don't. And I think that <laughs> when they did the remake, maybe there should have been I thought maybe there would be more of a push on the awareness of this movie, but there really wasn't because the remake I fell up, um, as most remakes do. But um <laughs> I find this yeah, yeah. remakes ill franchise, <laughs> ill Marvel. But um I feel like um this movie is really kind of like uh revolutionary for its time and not outside of you know obviously you were saying about the camera work and uh, you Mm. know the lighting and the Mm -hmm. darkness and the palette the color palettes which are absolutely stunning Mm. um i love how every now and then you have that red and black color palette and then there's just a pop of green from like a christmas light or something yeah kind of like it's really interesting the way they bring that in every now and then like a a beacon of hope but there's no hope but um (laughs) what i think goes missed about this movie is is how it is like we were saying earlier there's not a lot of killing. There's, it's a very slow-burning movie. Really, most of the movie is about them trying to find the missing original girl, yeah. you know. And when I re-watched it, I was like, yeah, actually, he kind of only in the beginning for maybe the first hour of this movie kills the first girl and then he kills the house mother and then it goes a bit ham. Mm. But um, And it was like, this is more of a, in a way, a murder mystery movie.
0: Yeah, it's than much it more psychological. Than, yeah, uh, the, and that's what I was—that's what I was saying about the uh, um, uh, the fact that your modern-day take on a uh, slasher movie isn't what this is. It's much more psychological, and uh, um, yeah, not bloody and gory. It's much more yeah,
2: it, yeah,
0: very very y uh, oh, in some yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah you know, where, especially when they're dealing with cops and then the cops are just like a bunch of clowns and you're not taking any of the students' uh, complaints seriously and, you know, just fobbing everybody off for most of the movie, weren't they?
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: so, uh, Sorry, mate. yeah. Sorry, right, mate.
2: My phone was making weird vibrations and I was trying oh, to make sure it doesn't come on the
0: podcast. Your was it under your pop-pop? Nah.
2: Sadly, it was on a wooden surface, so it's going to be loud.
0: Hmm. All right, yeah. Um,
2: Don't... But, and then Val just looked alert. The first time Val looked alert was because my phone went <laughs> like that.
0: Oh, I so love I was Val. Like, Can you send me a
2: photo of Val? Yeah. Let me try and take it. We just start doing it on the podcast. No one talks about the movie. Um, but, yeah, I do think, again, I think everyone out there, if, if, if you're going to take away anything from this evening's podcast, is mm. of all the movies – they each, indiv- like, I couldn't pick one today that I would be like, this is my favorite. This is the yeah. one. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Because I feel like each one, I'm literally taking a picture of Val right now.
0: No.
2: Like, being mental. Like, on the, po- oh, there she oh. is. Oh. I'll a little picture of her. And I'll send her over to you. Um, you. of all the um, Of all the movies, I don't think there's one, like, normally I'd say, like, hey, what's everyone's favorite, oh. everyone's favorite movie and stuff like that. Yeah. Like. On on this, it's just like I think each movie individually holds its own place in its particular genre of horror. Like the lodge, like we were saying, very A twenty four, very psychological. Dead end is that really excellent addition to horror comedy and just trippy madness, jerking off in the woods, like you know what I mean, like weird yeah. ass film anyway ray wise obviously you know if ray wise is in it it's gonna be a bit weird and then then of course like you know black christmas is it's like we're saying it was a revolutionary film that got forgotten that's an interesting slow burn like crime solving film noir almost like excellent like color palette camera work interesting um study of horror which hadn't been done at that time hmm. so i really honestly personally couldn't pick one that i would say hey, everyone at Christmas, this is the one to go and watch because I think they all individually absolutely kick ass. And I absolutely loved um all your suggestions basically and i really enjoyed going in and watching apart from the like i mean the lodge was brilliant but i did at the end as (laughs) i said like crying with my friend and then having this long psychological discussion (laughs) about it and i think i think at the end we were both like should we just go to the skate park and just like do something nice like not think about why a woman shot herself in the head for an hour like we literally spoke about it for so long but it's like I think that, yeah, every movie was really superb. Do you have one that you would recommend to the audio <sighs> listeners out there in UK Film Review Land?
0: Um, I think if you're going to watch like a horror movie with your family over the Christmas period, then I would mm. go for The Lodge. <laughs>
2: I thought you were going to say, like, oh, dead end, because it's kind of light-hearted, mm. but you're like, no, watch the most depressing film ever made <laughs> where a dog yes. gets frozen and some people, like, <laughs> gaslight a woman into her own essential insanity and suicide and all that. Well, she doesn't kill herself, but, but walking out to the snow at one point could have killed her. That was crazy.
0: But I'm calling myself oh. a romantic nihilist now, so nice. I, I expect everybody else to suffer the pain. <laughs>
2: yeah. I think I, I, That would be like, as I said, when people come up to me, they go, no horror movie freaks me out. And I just go, you know. Yeah. F off buddy Go watch a Serbian film And that's when I That's when I say to people To go watch that movie Or, or Salo I say go watch those movies And come back to me And then we'll talk But light. like I think if I was like I didn't like someone And I wanted them to be more depressed I'd also be like Why don't you check out The Lodge It's really light hearted It's a rom-com right. And then they watch yeah. it And they're like depressed <laughs> as heck And I'm like Yeah welcome to the Welcome to the story buddy We're all depressed Like you know what I mean Like Right But yeah Personally I just found them all really They're all really fantastic well, movies
0: Thank you very much I tried to pick you know, like mm. when I do, um, yeah, stuff like this, so you know, uh, it, it's nice to pick from like decades, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's like a yeah. new one, uh, you know, something that's uh underrated, like which is, yeah. and I. I did, you know, some insider knowledge on your love of uh, Ray Wise. So, uh Ooh, sexy. I'm
2: looking at, at <laughs> like my friend bought me a really beautiful print from Japan of mm. um the the artwork poster of Twin Peaks Fire <gasps> with me and I, I can see his little face right now. Classic Leland Palmer in a sweater and a tie looking crazy. Uh he's just lovely. Mummy's but,
0: little yeah. <laughs> oh
2: God, I love him. Oh. I love how Dave, I loved how David Bowie was in the Twin Peaks film for like five minutes. Like it was yeah. really weird. Why right. was David Bowie there? Like get out, David Just Bowie. Just because.
0: Well, David. Yeah, why Bowie, not? He's always been like otherworldly uh, alien. Yeah. You know that yeah. works for me. Yeah, and uh,
2: and Chris Isaac was in the Twin Peaks movie, and everyone forgets that. And I'm like, no, the detective what? in the beginning is Chris Isaac, country music star, Chris he, Isaac. Like, yeah, what is happening? Son-
0: he sung the not the yeah, there was another hit mm. about that time because had the theme that was because she was all over the top of the pots, but there was another yeah. one and Chris Isaac sung uh, about that. It, I, I can't even remember what it was now, but uh, yeah, it was uh, Chris
2: Isaac was sexy when he was younger.
0: He was, yeah, he was good, he really was a good looking man. Yeah. what a hu-
2: We've spoke a lot about hunks this evening. Ray Wise, Chris Isaac, Michael Fassbender, and Kevin Bacon. It's, a, yeah, it's an I need episode to... of hunks.
0: No? You need, what? You hunks? You need, you need oh, to, and you'll get this hunks. Well, I need to estrogen this up a little bit. And uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead.
2: Yep. Hubba,
0: sexy, Uh, yeah, very much. Uh, (laughs) Hubba, it was like that meme (laughs) that was going around about her, you know, just as uh, Sindula, and it's just like shots of her ass. (laughs) It was like directed by Ross, uh, by Joss Whedon. (laughs) Jesus, it was really yeah, it was blown about a little bit, but obviously she is now Mrs. Euron McGregor
2: really mm. oh, he's been
0: married he's been married a few times now i uh, no it, it's just been twice um he was married
2: oh he had that french wife
0: yeah fact, the, yeah yeah the french u.s bless her she's um yeah and mother to all his children and uh and i also, don't know what happened i suspect that ewan's dick got involved somewhere
2: it did Other from as far as i'm, I'm aware yeah yeah so
0: uh he's
2: also a hunk he's also a hunk yeah. yeah, in his own way. Do you know what I love? I watched a documentary on him that he did about his motorbike thingy and he drove around the world or some stupid stuff like that. And I yeah. will say I never thought Ewan McGregor was attractive, but I found his personality so attractive when I watched that. I was like, oh, now you're a hunk. Like, he's so positive and he's such his energy is so excellent. I was like, it's oh. It's
0: changed. It's changed. I'd oh, is he a negative
2: a re- Nancy now? No,
0: no, no, no. No, he's very professional. Uh, oh, he's very. He's so much more L.A. now. He's almost completely lost his accent, and and, you know, it's I don't know. Cross him off the
2: hunk list, then. Yeah, Um, well, and cross him off. Well, (laughs) anyway, uh, I will close up with my usual spiel for everyone. Uh, next month, oh god, we've got podcasts coming up. I have got in defense. In defense of Rob Zombie, I have someone coming on, a friend of mine called Jack. He's absolutely lovely. He's a hunk or so, loves to Mm -hmm. work out, very buff. Um, He's coming on to talk about how he actually loves every movie Rob Zombie ever made. And I went, you know what? If you've got that opinion, get on the podcast because no one has that opinion and I want to hear it. So he's coming on. I know. I'm really interested to see why. (laughs) Uh, um like
0: am i joining what? in on this one as a counter
2: oh maybe to you? you should just come in and just go it's a load of shit like you <laughs> know right. what i mean like yeah cra- oh, well, i've never met someone who said like no i really like all of his movies so i was like oh okay come yeah. on the show come on <laughs> that's crazy
0: debate Let's down go.
2: hell yeah mm. i want to know what jack's thinking but that'll be interesting and then of course i've mm. got jacob coming on as well next month and we're going to be talking about uh, psychoville the tv show nice. as well as this gentleman yes because mm. that is terrifying within itself so look out for those episodes coming up in the new year also you can follow us on instagram at uk film review you can go and check us out on uh facebook at uk film review and obviously if you have anything that you want to submit for my my boss, Daddy Chris, Big Daddy Chris to have a look at, or you want to read any of our written reviews, you can go to ukfilmreview.co.uk and of course, give us a five star rating if you want to on Spotify and don't forget to check out all our other episodes such as Gay Actually, as well as The Phantom Zone and of course, Chris and Brian are OG homeboys from the website, do go on and have their own little show where they chat about a lot of new releases and upcoming things and this, that and the other, they need to get a title for their little collabs because they seem to do a lot of them and I live for it right. so of course, it's, yeah, they need to title because we've got scream test and phantom zone and gay actually and i don't know what the title is maybe they've got one already and i haven't noticed and now everyone's like do you not pay attention to what
0: your co-workers
2: do and now i don't i I stan you all in uk film review land i really do hey Um, boss
0: rachel's doing (laughs) a rachel again
2: I don't know what's going on. And, of course, if you want to sponsor any of our episodes, you can do that by going over to uk and contacting our boss. Today's episode was sponsored by Val's Sleeping and uh, my vape that ran out of juice. Oh, no. Cheers. Had, <laughs> tears. Had, it was, it Cheers. was Vimto flavor. Vimto. i have to go oh, buy oh. another one. Legend. Steve's dying from his, he's, Steve's dying from his little little special favorite, vape he has.
0: Particular, um, yes, special. type of... Um, weed vape it's very good yes. move to canada you can smoke all the weed you want
2: yeah i want to my
0: friend does um, sponsored weed by and... the canadian it's... weed and
2: yeah we're sponsored by canadian weed and stuff like that my friend does it and he says it's really really good but you yeah know, I it is just...
0: yeah
2: uh, we all need to calm the heck down um, so yeah well it's a big thank you from me and it's a thank a goodbye from steve thank you <laughs> and happy and Christmas! Uh, oh, happy Christmas! Yay! Unless, unless you mean, you're, doesn't celebrate uh,
0: Christmas. Unless you listen to this at uh, another time of year, then happy Easter, Hanukkah.
2: Hanukkah, yeah. Uh, Samhain. Um, Passover, yeah. a yeah. all, it, all, all going that. on. Yeah. We're covering all the bases on this PC episode of hunks and everything <laughs> else we've discussed. Just hunks and christmas we...
0: hunks and horrors. Christmas
2: hunks. Oh, my God. Michael Fassbender in a in a. Santa hat and nothing else. I throw up in my hands and I then thought throw you'd it just like him. a
0: little tiny at Santa hat on the end of his penis.
2: penis. <laughs> I'd throw up. I'd blink it out of here, Michael Fassbender. I don't want your weird, obtuse themed penis wear, you gross idiot. <sighs> I know. I love him All so
0: right,
2: much. Then. But if But if Kevin Bacon offered me a data plan, then it's all game on. Absolutely. Uh, So thank you so much, everyone. And I will see you next month. And of course, as I always say, stay safe and stay spooky. And it's been a pleasure. Goodbye.